from the historic Loretto Abbey Chapel. With the kind cooperation of the Toronto Catholic District School Board, the National Catholic Broadcasting Council presents The Daily TV Mass. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of the Father, the friendship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. Welcome to the celebration of this daily televised Mass. My name is Father Michael Coots. The televising of this Mass is made possible by a contribution from a donation from the estate of Henry Clute. This Mass is being offered for the repose of the soul of his son, Joseph Clute. May his soul and the souls of the faithful departed through the mercy of God, rest in peace. The Lord is the Lord of compassion and love, slow to anger and rich in mercy. His anger will come to an end and he will not be angry forever. He does not treat us according to our sins. We listen to this in Psalm 103. And in that spirit, we enter our Mass. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners, and we are sinners. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. Grant, O Lord, that we may always revere and love your holy name, for you never deprive us of your guidance and set firm those you have called on the foundation of your love, through Christ our Lord. Amen. A reading from the second book of Kings. Jehoiachin was 18 years old when he began to reign. He reigned three months in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Nehushta, daughter of Elnathan of Jerusalem. He did what was evil in the sight of the Lord, just as his father had done. At that time, the servants of King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon came up, came up to Jerusalem and the city was besieged. King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon came to the city while his servants were besieging it. King Jehoiachin of Judah gave himself up to the king of Babylon, himself, his mother, his servants, his officers, and his palace officials. The king of Babylon took him prisoner in the eighth year of his reign. He carried off all the treasures of the house of the Lord and the treasures of the king's house. He cut in pieces all the vessels of gold in the temple of the Lord, which King Solomon of Israel had made, as this, all this as the Lord had foretold. He carried away all Jerusalem, all the officials, all the warriors, 10,000 captives, all the artisans and the smiths. No one remained except the poorest people of the land. He carried away Jehoiachin to Babylon, the king's mother, the king's wives, his officials, and the elite of the land. He took into captivity from Jerusalem to Babylon. The king of Babylon brought captive to Babylon all the men of valor, 7,000, the artisans and the smiths, 1,000, all of them strong and fit for war. The king of Babylon made Mataniah, Jehoiachin's uncle, king in his place, and changed his name to Zedekiah, 
The word of the Lord.
The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father in heaven. On that day, many will come to me and say, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do many good deeds of power in your name? Then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Go away from me, you evildoers. Everyone then who hears the word of mine and acts on them will be like the wise man who built his house on a rock. The rains fell, the rain fell, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, but it did not fall because it had been founded on a rock. And, any, and everyone who hears these words of mine and does not act on them will be like the foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain fell and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. Now, when Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowds were astonished at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. The Gospel of the Lord. To get a an eyesight and understanding of our readings today, the words of Jesus in the gospel are the foundation. A wise person who builds a house on a rock will have a house that will not, will not fall down when the rains come and the floods come and the winds blow. Keeping that in mind, we look at the readings that we have heard today. The week after Easter Sunday, the April from April 12th to the 19th was a crucial week here in Canada, a crucial week in the pandemic. That week, if there was a rise in positive cases, if there was an increase of people admitted to the hospitals and on ventilators, if there was a surge in death, then we knew that it was going to escalate or it was going to flatten if none of these took place. And because of that, there was a lockdown. And because of that lockdown, they showed pictures all over the place of how things looked with that lockdown. They showed the piazzas in Venice and in Milan. They showed the, the Nacional Museo del Prado in, in Madrid. And they showed Ottawa at nine o'clock in the morning, and it looked like 2 a.m. with no traffic whatsoever. I looked at all these pictures and superimposed them on our reading today as Nebuchadnezzar had surrounded Jerusalem. It must have been looking totally abandoned. Jehoiakim was a king who was barely 18 years old. About the same time I entered the Jesuit order, and here he was the king of Judah and Jerusalem. Nebuchadnezzar captured him and took him and his mother and the royal court, and they took them all into captivity back to Babylon. But together with that, 
they also took all the strong, able-bodied men, all the artists and people with talent, and took them away. And we are told it left, they, he left only the poor and the elderly, which is more or less what the coronavirus has done to us. It seems to have attacked the elderly, the poor, and the homeless. Others have died as well, but... And during all this time, the people, when they were taken to Babylon, was their faith, as Jesus would say much later on, built on a rock, or was it built on a sand? Because what had happened was Nebuchadnezzar had taken everything from the temple, the vessels, and he even destroyed the temple, which was like giving the Jewish people a heart attack. For them, the Jews and Gentiles in that time, the house of God was literally a symbol of their faith. It was here that they would come to pray. It was here that they would come to offer sacrifice. It was here that their priests would encourage and support them. Now in Babylon, they have nothing whatsoever. Today, we seem to have the same thing in one way. Plus ça change, plus c'est la même chose, they say. Things haven't changed. And they asked their priest in those days, what has happened? Has God abandoned us? And as Carol sang in the response, is your fire ever going to come down? Is your anger ever going to be abated? Are you our God, the God of salvation? Today we ask the same thing. Where has God been during this whole time? And for me in particular, it became very, very serious when in the last week of April, five of our fellow Jesuits died. George O'Neill, Peter Laracy, Father Peter Laracy, Father Norm Dodge, Father Mike Hawkins, Father F.X. Johnson, one after the other in five days, and I said, Lord, where are you? What have you been doing? Now, I'm supposed to be giving answers to people, and I was asking the questions myself. And so when this story of Jehoiakim and his mother and Nebuchadnezzar were listened, you know, 50, 60 years or even 100 years later when it was written down, they began to give an explanation which their priests could not give at that time. They said that the Jewish people had failed to be faithful to the Lord. They had been to the temple and offered sacrifices, but they had side bets, a side insurance. Just in case this God does not help us, we will adore false gods and we'll, not false gods, we'll, we'll adore the gods of the Gentiles and we'll offer sacrifices as well. But now they were told, they decided the small remnant, we are going to purify ourselves. We are going to keep the commandments. We are going to be faithful to the rituals. Somehow or the other, the same thing happens in our day today. And we ask the same questions. And our priests have also been giving the same answers. One of the priests, when Father Hank and I had gone to do a funeral, said, oh, this TV mass, it doesn't make any sense. You have to have a congregation there. A week later, when the cardinals shut down all the churches, the poor man had to be doing what we are doing. And I said it was not for the people who are healthy and all right and come to church, but rather for those who cannot come to church that are in seniors' homes. 
And so the church has begun to reinvent itself because it cannot come to church, it cannot be there for mass, it cannot receive communion, it cannot go for confessions, and they began to reinvent themselves. Somebody sent me a cartoon which said, God and the devil were sitting together and the devil was rubbing his hands in glee and saying, I have shut down all your churches. And God smiled back and said, yeah, but I've opened a million others, not only in the Christian faith, but the Muslims and the Hindus and the Sikhs and the Buddhists, they've all opened their own houses and they've become little small churches again. And so we reinvent ourselves because our faith is built on a rock and nothing will ever stop it again. God bless you all. Let us now bring our prayers before God. For all those in our daily televised mass community who have asked to be included in our prayer intention book, especially for those facing significant transitions in their activities and their health and their relationships or in their finances. For all these, we pray to the Lord. For our Catholics, for our Christians, for our Muslims, for our Hindus, and others who have not lost their faith in God and have reinvented, have built their faith on a rock, we pray to the Lord. And for all those who are feeble, who find their faith very uh, weak at this time, who find it very difficult to get answers, for them, may we be a source of strength, support, and encouragement, we pray to the Lord. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gift of ears that you've granted in our time so that many men and women in their second half of life we thank you for their presence in our community, for their life experience, their courage, and their wisdom. Let them become for us a beacon of hope in our world. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation, for through your goodness we have this bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. <clears throat> through the mystery of this wine and water, may we share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation, for through your goodness we have this wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become for us our spiritual drink. Lord God, be pleased to accept these gifts that we offer to you with humble and with contrite hearts. Pray, my sisters, my brothers, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Receive, O Lord, the sacrifice of reconciliation and praise, and grant that cleansed by its action we may make an offering of our heart which is pleasing to you. We make this prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. With your Lift up your hearts. Lift up to the Lord. 
Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Father most holy, through your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, your word through whom you make all things, whom you sent as our Savior and Redeemer, incarnate by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. Fulfilling your will and gaining for you a holy people, Jesus stretched out his hands as he endured his passion so as to break the bonds of death and manifest the resurrection. And so with the angels and all the saints, we declare your glory as with one voice we acclaim. indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, that they may become for us the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving you thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice. Once more giving thanks, he gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church, spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis our Pope, Thomas our Bishop, the bishops across Canada, and this entire people of God. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection. Remember Joseph Clute and all those who have died in your mercy, 
welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles and all the saints, with our Canadian martyrs, Jeanne de Brabeuf, Isaac Jogues, and companions, and all who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, with him, and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. At the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we now dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our day, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, you said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Your Wherever you are in this lockdown, give a message of peace to those around you. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those who are called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body and blood of Christ bring us and all our dear ones unto life everlasting. Let us pray. Renewed and nourished by the sacred body and blood of your Son, we ask your mercy, O Lord, that we may celebrate with constant devotion 
may be a sure pledge of our redemption through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. With may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Mass has been celebrated. Go in peace. Thanks, thanks God. Our thanks to our donor for the gift of this Mass. If you're interested in making monthly donations using the pre-authorized checking method, please call our office at 1-888-383-6277 for details. Yeah.